Hey guys, welcome back to the Reactor's Cut. I'm Gabe. I'm Stell. This week, we watched See How They Run, directed by Tom George, written by Mark Chappelle. I think is how you pronounce his name. Starring Saoirse Ronan and Sam Rockwell. Among others. Yes, among others. Uh, this week was my pick. A movie that neither of us has seen. So I think that's the first one, right? Well, no, not technically, but... but we like, didn't watch Fast to get... Yeah, like, but like, it's not like a, a series that we watch or anything like that. It's like a standalone movie. And oh, it's like a whodunit. Yeah, it's a whodunit film uh, set in the 1950s in Britain. Based on Agatha Christie mm-hmm. and her The Mousetrap. Or like a meta, like the yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's very meta. Like it's about this play that is written by Agatha Christie, but it's like the time that the play is playing. But it's also like a whodunit at the same time. Um, First of all, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a hot chocolate, which is not thematic whatsoever. By the way, but I mean it's kind of like it's like it's a very rainy film. It's like noir, you know, like yeah. hot chocolate goes well in the dark and the creepy. Scoopy goblins. I said scoopy. I meant spooky. Scoopy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have. Well, I have like blueberry tea, like hibiscus tea. But if I want to get a little fancy, I do have whiskey because I was gonna drink it yesterday, but I just had the bottle with me. But I'm not gonna make it fancy because it's three o'clock on a Saturday. And when we're recording, not that that stopped us before. I was gonna drink some gin because they mentioned gin in the film, mm-hmm. but I was like, I feel ill from drinking yesterday, so <laughs> no, not a good idea. Yeah, this this McGuffin's part of it is kind of like you know, really like a who who knows <laughs> like, yep. who knows what's gonna happen. Yep. Did you know that the mousetrap actually was or is the longest running? Play in the West End. Really? So, like, huh. it's set in 19, like, 53, 54, whatever the actual thing is. Yeah. And it's actually run nonstop since 1953 or whatever it is. Uh-huh. So, like, at the end of the movie, when um, Sam Rockwell's like, over 10 million people have watched the play, blah, 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 blah. That's a, that's a true fact. Like, that's uh-huh. by 2020. Over 10 million people have gone and seen it. And the only reason why it stopped was because of COVID precautions. So It's still going, though? Like, it's still showing? Um, I think in 2021, they reopened it after things started to open up. So mm-hmm. it's it's playing again. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's it's a longest-running play. I think it's there mm. on, like, 20-something thousand. That's crazy. Like, like nights in a row. Also, obvious spoilers for this film it's a whodunit what? so usually the people are like you know because like one of the things in this film and in the play as well they're like the actors will ask you to not to talk about the film like, is that like a normal thing um i think in whodunits on like in plays and stuff like that or at least i think it's something that's featured in the mousetrap specifically where they're like you know you're a part you're an accomplice to this murder now you cannot we talk about this outside so and people don't like talk about spoilers because obviously if you spoil a whodunit then people aren't going to go watch it right so yeah interesting yeah because that was like it makes sense in general right mm-hmm. like for any play right because there's always going to be some sort of like element that is kind of a surprise right not not necessarily whodunit but 
if everyone just came out like yeah dude <laughs> this part and this part and this part <laughs> like yeah yeah yeah. especially if you had to like go out of your way to watch a play not even like a movie you know mm-hmm. you have to go like to a theater and get like dressed up or whatever and then all this other shit yeah yeah it seemed to be really annoying um the other only other fun fact i have is uh tom george so the director it's actually his like uh feature directorial debut so like his first oh. like full length feature because I think he's done maybe like some uh, TV stuff like ep- oh. like TV episodes and then like a short film and that's it. So yeah. actually like a pretty good showing for like your first like major film. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's got pretty pos- like really positive <laughs> reviews and it grossed twenty two million worldwide. So that's pretty good. Only twenty two million though is kind of surprising. I mean. To be fair, I didn't hear much about this film, and it's not like one of those films where it's like a super star-studded cast. Like Saoirse Ronan is the most notable actor in this, and uh, Adrian Brody, I would say. Mm-hmm. But everyone else is like, I, oh, and the the lady who plays fucking Moni Myrtle is in this as Agatha Christie, which <laughs> surprised me. But I feel. Sam Rockwell's pretty big too. Is I don't I haven't watched a single thing that he's in. I think. Oh well, he's the you know who he is like uh, he's the uh, what's his the like uh, the greasy like competitor to Tony Stark and Iron Man, Iron Man two, which uh, Richard huh? Hammer or whatever, Dick Hammer. Yeah, that's him. Are you sure? Oh, he what, Justin. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh my god, what the fuck? Oh, Justin, Dick not Dick. What is- <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was his name. That's his, that's a Twitch streamer. Excuse me. <laughs> Wow, awkward. Oh, so funny. Uh, yeah, but here, yeah, oh, <coughs> I'm into. I have seen a film that he's in. Is it? Oh, uh, he looks really different. To be fair, yeah, he's like really. Uh, well, he doesn't have a mustache in that either, and he's what, fifteen years younger. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Huh. Okay. He was also in Jojo Rabbit, but you haven't watched that. I haven't watched. I do want to watch it, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So I, I, I like him as an actor generally. Mm-hmm. So okay. I had a question about this movie, but you were like, mm, don't read anything else about it, because we were talking about, um, what's his name? Richard Attenborough. So, like, mm-hmm. the people, the characters in the film are real people, like Richard Attenborough yeah. and uh, Sheila, Shem, Sheila Sim are real, pe- real people. So, like, was this based on, yeah. like, a real situation that happened or nah? I don't know if the actual, like, murder part is real obviously but like mm-hmm. richard attenborough like he like when the play debuted he was the one who actually played the the detective guy yeah so that part's true um i don't think agatha christie fucking murdered anyone like actually no yeah yeah obviously <laughs> <laughs> um let's see if we can because even even the 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 police commissioner was a real person I'm sure though. I'm sure all the characters are probably real, except like huh. Stopper and Stalker. Okay. That's why it's a bit meta because it's like bi- like based on real people. But it's obviously like not a real story. That's kind of yeah. cool, I guess. Yeah, it's neat. I mean, I mean, overall, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a uh, like. I think it's hard because it's like whodunits in general are kind of. It's the same thing as like you know how like you have to be. Well, you can't talk about it mm-hmm. because. 
it's hard to keep that a secret you know what i mean mm-hmm. like especially with just how common it is like to reveal spoilers especially now and especially since we're doing a fucking <laughs> film podcast where we talk about it we're doing like a spoiler fucking yeah mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> warning spoilers um but like yeah it's also like unless it's particularly interestingly shot mm-hmm. you, like how many times can you rewatch like i heard on it glass onion you know what I mean? Yeah, like, true, or true, like, true. I feel like you could watch something like Knives Out just because it's, like, fun. Mm-hmm. But then I'm not going to rewatch Murder on the Orient Express or whatever the heck. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not. There's only so many times I can watch the River Nile one. You know? Oh, or a terrible film. But, like, I feel like the most you can watch them is twice because you watch it once and then you, it gets revealed and you go back and watch it maybe to be like, oh, I see this now, right? I, I can spot this now. That's the max amount of times yeah. you would really watch a hood on it um yeah i do like how this is this film is shot like it's a new like noir kind of film right and it's also a bit like mm-hmm. wes anderson like kind of cinematography as well um yeah even i'd say the score is a little bit similar to which i'm sure was very yeah. intentional but i wonder if that's like his because obviously it's his first like full length feature. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's also kind of um like his style or if it was just you know like a one off for this movie mm-hmm. for Tom George because it, it's a very like specific style like the the yeah. the, the, yeah. the held shots or like the aerial views and just holding like um holding wide frames. shots like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like uh, it's really hard for me to think of another director that does that so well stylistically like that yeah, yeah. and it it, I, it does work really well with this type of genre as well though i would say it's just that like uh it, like it, it makes you feel like uh like fourth wally you know it's yeah like, it's like a magical like you're the omniscient not even like narrator like you're the yeah. omniscient like viewer <laughs> the yeah. watcher. yeah but there's enough like hidden that you don't know the answers yet either yeah i'll say like with whodunits it even they comment on it in the film it's a lot same as you know like it's the same kind of stuff um yeah especially like a lot of mystery novels back then like like the ones that agatha christie wrote and stuff like that um whilst the plots and the plot twist was different it is a lot of the same oh wow it's a plot twist like that kind of thing but <laughs> I, I will say with this one it wasn't that much of a twist really um yeah it did kind of feel a little not like obvious it's just the red herrings didn't feel as red herringy yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like <clears throat> the, the 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 possibilities that they could have been d- didn't ever like feel really strong you know like the the italian guy yeah and it wasn't like a case of uh, it could be literally anyone in this film at the moment like everyone has a motive kind of thing it was only really a couple people and it was very easy to rule it out based on different things um yeah and then the person that it was in the end who like it felt very oh okay (laughs) like it wasn't like (gasps) like like that kind of moment because it's not like we paid much we weren't meant to pay much attention to his character but like because we didn't have any sort of like connection to his character or like to any of the 
his motivation and whatever it wasn't that shocking it was just like oh yeah okay <laughs> that kind of thing yeah especially because it's like really his like backstory mm-hmm. is kind of like a throwaway thing like like yeah. he, he do hear it at the beginning because like we watched that part of the play mm-hmm. but like really there's no connection to him other until he shows up because mm-hmm. it has to kind of be explained a little bit yeah, because right, so. even when they're finding, like, both the detectives are, like, finding it out, there's, like, a newspaper that flashes on the screen about, uh, like, an adopted adopted brother, like, dies or whatever. But it's so brief. Yeah. It's not like, a, oh, this is something that you should pay attention to, or it's, like, super relevant, right. even though it is. It's very relevant to his actual story, but because we don't really hear anything else about it. Like, we don't hear him mention his brother in passing or anything like that. No. Um, it's not... It doesn't feel very big when it gets revealed. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, there's, like, a lot of, like, little tidbits that aren't, like, ex- like expanded upon. Mm-hmm. Like, when they walk in, um, when he, like, first gets Stalker as a partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're talking about, like, oh, yeah, we got all these, like, resources for the serial killer. And it's like, okay, like, is that important? Is it not? If And then some other stuff. Like, some other, like, throwaway comments were, like, it was kind of a misdirect, but they didn't give you, like, enough, like, meat to snag on and be like, oh, maybe it is actually this and this, you know? Yeah. So they were like, I don't know. I don't know if, if they should have expanded on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe if they did expand on that serial killer stuff, it would have been, like then when it's revealed it would be like kind of a bit boring because it was unrelated yeah Yeah. but i did like um with that being said i did like uh how they kind of tied it back into like how he wanted to end the film you know yeah how the director wanted to end it i thought that was kind of like that was kind of cute i feel like when when he was showing those storyboards i could see it happening anyway like i knew immediately oh this is gonna happen at the end right Um, i wonder if those are the actual like storyboards that would have been funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> Let's just use what we we drew up. Yeah, that would have been a, a fun little <laughs> thing. I mean, the film is very yeah. like tongue in cheek, right? It's very, it's much more right. comedy based than it is, I'd say, mystery based. Um, and mm. stuff like that. How like the the ending was the exact same as the storyboard, essentially, almost. Um, right. Because it's like, oh literally like the most major foreshadowing and it's a very obvious one as well you 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 see it and you're like okay this is going to be significant towards the end (laughs) um a bit on the nose yeah yeah. with that too like i did like um also uh because i think we're coming off like a big period of whodunits right like i don't think there's going to be that many more oh yeah that will actually be good Mm mm-hmm just because, like, the late teens, early 20s were full of them. Like, Class Onion, all the all the Agatha Christie ones. Um, obviously, Knives Out. Like, mm-hmm. those kind of films. Like, we're starting to get uh, saturated. So, yeah. I feel like this is, like, the perfect mix of... It's still a whodunit, but then it's also kind of, like, closing it out a little bit. It's, like, drawing back. Mm-hmm. You know? Especially because a lot of it is, is very comedy-based. Um, yeah, it's almost like, in a way, sort of making fun of itself, but not too, not too much. Like not that specific type of satire, I guess. It's not like satire, really, too much. Um, but I think it's different enough to stand out from like 
the other who done it, but like I don't, I wouldn't say. But the majority of them really stand out from each other anyway. I think Knives Out was only really good because it was like the peak of that type of film. It did really well, and then it feels like a lot of people tried to do the same thing, and it didn't work. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and I think it's just though like that's kind of the who done it kind of like cookie cutter thing, you know? Yeah, it's such a formulated yeah movie that it's like there's not really much you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I did enjoy it though. I I I sound like I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it because I do really like Who Done It. This film sucked. I do really enjoy Who Done It in general, even if it is very very obvious. But because I enjoy Formulaic, them so much, yeah. yeah, it's like it's it's very easy to see it from a mile away. That kind of thing. Um, yeah, but it is. It's like it's really well shot. Mm-hmm. It's neat. Like, because I don't. I can't think of any other ones that are like. It's like kind of real kind of not you know yeah it's yeah. based on it's, it's like the play was real agatha christie's obviously real um like the setting is it's really a little real. bit meta yeah yeah so that's neat mm-hmm. and it, it didn't feel boring because like a lot of times where it's like a biopic kind of thing it's like oh god like as much as i like uh nolan and i'll probably watch like oppenheimer for example because mm-hmm. I just like the, I'm interested in that history, mm-hmm. like, bro. A biopics are boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. God, they they just feel like, oh yeah, wow, this is history. But at the same time, wow, this is okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like you got too like in the weeds of like it being related to like real events. Yeah. Um. Which is good. One of the nitpicky things I have for it is back to like the throwaway comment kind of things because like. Obviously, in the film, um, his wife and child, like, illegitimate child, are, like, used as a red herring, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They had this whole scene of him, like, making jigsaw pieces in the little, like, (laughs) walkabye thing. And then, like, there's, like, that's not... (laughs) He didn't talk about that at all. He just got, like, endless amount of puzzles for, like, this kid that's not his. And then it's just like, damn, all right, well, we could have, like, had a little bit of you know backstory with him <laughs> but no it's just for the the red herring it's so specific as well because it's like making jigsaws is very specific kind of thing so they didn't expand on yeah. it whatsoever but that could have been like oh if he was a serial killer that could have been well pretty funny like jigsaw the serial killer but like um <laughs> that could have been like a funny little thing but it was just like yeah here's this random sort of personal part of his story <laughs> It's that's not expanded on. No, yeah, yeah. Because it, yeah, it, it would have been interesting if there was like an accidental, like accidental calling card. Like he, in the tuffle, tussle, there was a jigsaw piece that was thrown on the ground or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. To add to the to the red herring kind of stuff, but yeah, it is kind of meta if you think about that. Like you're putting the pieces together, and I feel like <laughs> in a lot of um, <laughs> in a lot of the like like games, if you think of like stuff like Heavy Rain. Or like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It feels like very, like f- film noir and like kind of motify because it's like, oh yeah, it's the origami killer, it's the jigsaw killer, yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah. But um, I you know it was a throwaway kind of scene. It felt like so. Who knows mm-hmm. what the actual if there was any other purpose that there was supposed to be that like either got cut out or they just didn't want to really expand upon, or if it really was just. 
you know, it'd be cool. He's just like, he's distraught about his kid. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Could be that too. It could, just, it could just be, just not even be like the comedy based whatsoever. It's just, that's just part of his story, mate. Like, okay. yeah. 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 I did also like how um, the, uh, her like writing stuff in a notebook, I thought that was kind of. Because they always have, like, you know, the detectives or whatever always have this, like, crazy memory, blah, 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 blah. And, like, she did. She kind of, like, showed that mm-hmm. um, in her character. But, like, the part where um, she reads back what he, what he said, where it's like, yeah, they do it out of passion, out of, like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, you wrote that down? That was a personal conversation. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, like, what the heck? That's what would be important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. That was a cute little, like... uh character trait for her yeah in general she did a great job i'm very biased towards Sir sharona she's one of my favorite actresses but interesting it's nice to see her act in her like her actual accent because a lot of the films i've seen her in she's not using her accent oh that's her that's her natural accent yes she's irish Uh, very very irish as you can tell um that's how she usually sounds like and it's very impressive because it's such a strong accent but in every film that i've seen her in it's her accent sounds very very natural um i have a fun fact for you about Saoirse ronan yes okay did you know she's an american-born irish actress she was born in the bronx i did not know that what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's kind of wild huh i wonder if like wait so she grew up in- she must have gr- you can't there's no way you could Maybe grow. she's just really good at of Irish accent. No, that'd be insane. There's no way you could grow up in the Bronx and then have an Irish accent just because your parents are Irish or something hey, like that. They're just I'm making fucking me. sense. Hey, nope. mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even... <laughs> Hold on. Look, I tried. Um, let me just make sure. Born in the Bronx. Okay, she moved... Only child of Irish parents. She moved back to Dublin when she was three years old. Oh, okay. Damn, they just like let's uh, let's make sure she gets American citizenship real quick. <laughs> so I say that'd Damn, be really impressive if that accent just comes out of fucking like that is not even how she was raised and she still has that accent. That'd be hilarious. But I know just because she has two uh, Irish, Irish parents. parents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought the all all of, all of the uh, actors did a great job. Uh huh. None of them felt like really too much or like uh, like fell flat. I felt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's that much to say about this film. You know? Yeah, it's it's just a neat and tidy film, I think. Um, like mm-hmm. it, I mean, not every single like whodunit can be like a super big twist that you genuinely just didn't. Like, oh, it's so elaborate, like the one in Knives Out and stuff, or even Glass Onion mm-hmm. is super fucking elaborate as well. It's not mm-hmm. that elaborate. Um, it's a very bare bones kind of whodunit and it's you know if it's based on an Agatha Christie kind of type novel it's going to be very bare bones that kind of stuff because she was very much like one of the pioneers of that kind of genre um mm-hmm. but that's not really necessary I don't think it's specifically a critique though it's just a different approach to it um because even if yeah. you do a film where it's like a super elaborate plot twist that even in itself gets very boring after a while like I'm sure I don't know his name, the director of Glass Onion and Knives Out will continue to do movies like he's been doing because they've been doing so well. But at a certain point, I'm sure it's going to be like, oh, like it's a bit tired, you know? Yeah. I think it's like at the same time too, like 
because film is just like a medium. It doesn't have to be like a like a crazy, elaborate, detailed, really like highbrow film either. Like we can we can have films that are literally just you know just a for funsies kind of like throwaway film that you know isn't necessarily going to be highly rated like mm-hmm. that's perfectly like fine you know yeah. it's whatever the, the actual artist wants to do yeah um and i i don't think it like ever was like it's not like because it's not a bad film it's just no. very kind of like simple and like clear cut yeah and i think for like a directorial debut especially like on a like a feature-length film like that's it's pretty damn good it's really well done yeah the humor uh, in it is very i don't know how to really describe the humor in it but i enjoyed the humor a lot like i was like kind of chuckling a lot in the film (laughs) chuckling yeah like very british of you (laughs) it was to be fair it was kind of british a lot of the humor was quite kind of a bit british so it's kind of like um not situational but like very um body language humor too like when they yeah. like stare at each other when they're like, hold on a second, like did you catch that too? <laughs> yeah. And then it's yeah, just yeah. like the absurdity of the moment, and they're like, is this guy crazy or, like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the the little um, like the subtlety of the humor instead of mm-hmm. you know the, the uh, like the big slapstick or the um like the big like punchline, mm-hmm. which is I think good. Like I I like I like that kind of humor. It's it's good to style it back because i know like especially a lot of american humor is very um yeah i was gonna say it's a very british style humor for it to be over the like, top yeah, yeah for it to be very not like super punchliney um more subtle yeah yeah, yeah. and it's very much embodied in that another thing i really liked i i can't i feel like i say that another thing i really liked um the the parts were like you know because the cons not the constable like the what's he called the head of police chair chancellor what the heck is he called anyway the big guy big man (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like kind of like gave uh what's her name stalker Mm -hmm. to stop her to kind of like teach her the ropes whatever i like how there was a little bit like a progress in like their relationship with like um her like kind of covering for him and using his lie Mm -hmm. to get him out of it you know, yeah, yeah. Where at first she was like, oh, she was like, kind of like, she was obviously kind of disappointed that like he lied to her and went to to the pub and she's like, come on, man, like what the heck, like that kind of stuff. And then I, it was a little fast because it's obviously it's just one case, but like it was cool to see that like um, development mm-hmm. to where like you know, like no, Mr. President jumps in front of a bullet. Yeah, which she doesn't even <laughs> yeah. defend anyway. He still gets shot, but <laughs> he still gets shot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, he's got shot before. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <just> it. yeah. <laughs> I also wonder why is that a trope? Like, why do the uh, is it like uh, what's his face in Daniel Craig's character in the Knives Out series? Doesn't he well. have like a limp too? Yeah, he also has. Why one. is that? Like, why is that a trope? I don't know, but even they why comment they on it. Like, but the fact that oh, the detective always has like a limp or like sh- a some sort of some deformity. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. What is uh? Yeah. What does Perot have? In uh, the Agatha Christie novels. PTSD, for one, that's for sure. Uh, oh, um, yeah, that's true. His that's PTSD is pretty intense. <laughs> his, his, his brain is just full of fucking fucked up images. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up, dude. But I think, what? I think Cairo is, he was also in the war. Uh, hold on, hold on. No, they were all in the war. 
Yeah, yeah. That's, well, not not Dino Craig's, but you know. Yeah, but like that. That's usually like um, a trope that they were all oh, they were all in the. He, oh, he was a retired. Wait, is he? A retired French police officer. So he's seen some shit. <laughs> so he wasn't in the in the army or anything like that. But French police officer. Interesting. I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed the Agatha Christie ones, like the Murder on the Orient Express. The um, you just don't like Gal Gadot. She wasn't in the first one. <laughs> she's in the not, second one. Yeah, she's in the second one. It's not. I mean, to be fair, the second one was really bad. I thought it was absurd. Like, I know that they're kind of meant I to be. I don't really low. remember the second <laughs> one. Yeah, mid, what was it? Was it called? Like, what is that? Death on the Nile. Yeah, like I mean, it also has Army Hammer in it. So it just has a, just a terrible oh, casting. Yeah. yeah, terrible casting all around. But, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean they're they're loyal to the book, <laughs> so. I don't really expect it are to Are they? Be. I've never actually... I think so. Yeah, I've never actually read any of them. I, I assume that they are loyal to the book because they're not meant to be, like, ba- like twist on... Because they're named literally named after the books, so... Um, but they're, right, the next one... Right. The next one looks interesting. A Haunting in Venice. It's set out pretty differently than the ones that we've seen so far. So that's cool, I guess. Um, but I enjoyed this more than those two. Which ones? Is that... Wait, what about the Haunting in Venice? That's coming out, or what did you say about it? Yeah, that's coming out this year, actually, apparently. Mm. Which is based on Halloween Party by Agatha Christie. Halloween Party? That's a way better name. I like that name. (laughs) Halloween Party. Halloween has, like, an apostrophe in the middle of it between the two E's. What is that? Halloween? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. It's got got a pretty good cast as well. Um, And by that, I mean... Michelle Yeoh's in it, so... <laughs> um, it's gonna be good. Um, She's dead. She does, I think she does die in the film. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. But, I mean, it's creepy, so it's, it's, a, it's a bit different. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna watch it just because you're that kind of person. <laughs> what, does that, what does that mean? <laughs> Nothing. Uh-huh. Nothing. Uh-huh. So, what is your fun rating? My fun rating? I actually did have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I'm going to say about a 6.5 or something. <laughs> I had like a lot a, of fun, but I'm going to be a 6.5. What? No, like, dude, I, I will not hesitate if I don't have fun to give a thing, like, a negative score. Like, because there's yeah. some movies that just like, bro, I wanted to walk out, like, like within the first 10 minutes yeah uh but i'm a trooper you know Uh so like considering like i wouldn't i wouldn't watch this again you know yeah i have to take that into account i wouldn't watch it again um i definitely consider watching another film by uh tom george Uh if like you know if he stays in this genre if he goes on to other things i I thought it was really well shot Uh um so for fun, yeah, like I was, it was enjoyable. Like I didn't, I did not regret any of the time I spent watching it. So six point yeah. five seven. Yeah, I wasn't bored either. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what was your fun rating? I get, I'm a lot higher with mine, but again, I give a lot of points to Sharon in it. So, 
I'm very biased like that. Um, it's a seven out of ten for me. It was really fun. Like I thought the comedy, wow. was, the comedy is very my style of comedy. I would say, um, and it's not just because I'm British, also, but I'm like boring. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. Right, America, no way. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, this, if it ain't laugh humor, I ain't liking it. Yeah, it's it's. I'm a sucker for whodunits anyway, but I think the only Boring. thing that fell flat mm-hmm. for me was it's not like the end, like the plot twist wasn't that big of a plot twist but it's fine it doesn't have to be yeah um a lot it was mostly comedy based and tongue-in-cheek and i like that kind of humor so yeah seven out of ten serious rating though have to give it like a 5.5 out of 10 (laughs) yeah i mean because of the fact that i don't think that the plot twist was that huge and i was very like oh okay it takes a little bit out of it for me, especially for like a whodunit. Um, mm-hmm. But the acting was really good. The cinematography was really good. Um, mm-hmm. The humor doesn't miss. Like it doesn't try to attempt a hu- humor style and then fall flat. It does it pretty well. Um, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, but which sounds like I should give it a higher rating, but. You know, it's it's all right. Like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't either consider it a, a great example of the genre either. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think for me, I'd probably give yeah about the same, maybe like a five, five point five five. Um, same points you made, and then like when I think about it, I'm not sure like like if I'd suggest it to someone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if they're like really like like angling for like you know like what. I watch Times Out. Like, is there any more that I should like take a look at? Like, like maybe in that case. But it's not something I'm like. I'm gonna go to work on Monday and be like, you know what, you guys should watch. Like, you need to go watch this. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. like, it's probably not. Only if like I'm talking to like I'm actually <laughs> getting in the weeds of like film. What I what I suggested probably. Yeah. Um. And it's just sort of the same thing. It's just like kind of like, it's a good solid film, but it's not like it didn't it's not like a wow in any particular yeah, way yeah 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 yeah. but i think there's a lot like there's obviously a lot of really good base to improve upon you know it's great first and, um, first feature length film so yeah so yeah i'm, I'm interested to see more mm-hmm. more from the from him and uh as long as like the they doesn't get too like greedy like the genre like I, I, I'd like to see more. I do. I like whodunits as well. Yeah. So I just don't want it to see kind of like be like. Uh, remember when like scary movie and like those like spoof yeah. films were a thing. Yeah. It's like the scary, like the first few scary movies were pretty well done. Like they were satire and like goofy enough, but also like paid homage enough to the films that they were making satire of mm-hmm. that it was like enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And then it just became like it's how it <laughs> I don't know, spawned uh, just, the, just the most awful fucking like like parody yeah. movies Low like disaster fruit yeah. yeah like disaster movie that kind of stuff yeah yeah and i don't want to see that happen with this i think i don't think people are really willing to tackle it as much because it's not they're not cheap and easy to make you know yeah. you have to have a story you have to have like some writing where like there's a little bit of mystery otherwise it's just not it's not worth it you know yeah, if you yeah. go into it and it's like just in front of you no it's not a murder mystery <laughs> it's just a thriller or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> or a drama yeah um but yeah i think that's it's pretty good i, I for those that like the films like this genre of film 
It's worth a shot. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's an enjoyable film. Um, it's not like going to, like, rock your socks off or anything like that, but... But, but, but what? <laughs> That's it, but, you know. <laughs> but, but, well, see you ya. Know, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all, folks. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to follow, subscribe, and rate our podcast, whatever you listen to us on. If there's any films that you want to suggest to us to watch, that'd be cool. Um, it can be bad. Well, yeah. We haven't watched any I'll watch it. super, super awful films yet. I mean, yet, until we get to my picks, which they're going to start getting pretty bad soon. Um, I... I'll be honest. I really want to see because like there's a, like a genre of like horror films that mm-hmm. I really like that are really like God. I love low budget, like campy, like D rate horror sometimes. Like um, <laughs> like Ghost Shark. Fuck oh, me. Yeah. Those kind of films make me laugh so much. But I don't want to. You know, <laughs> I don't want to like torture you <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah you might end up doing yeah. that with that yeah we'll see we'll see yeah we're open to suggestions we are and you know what else we're open to what at the close that's the close of the show goodbye everybody i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding that's on the, that's on my clothes that's on my clothes okay <laughs> um anyway i'm gape <laughs> i'm still Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.